0: Welcome to Title Women, Mamas Making Waves the Proverbs Way, the podcast where three faithful mamas relentlessly embrace their God-given purpose, empowering and inspiring you through the wisdom of the Proverbs 31 woman. We are your hosts.
1: Jamie Haas, the faithful business expert.
0: Kaylee Holbert-Legg, the Christ-centered, holistic homemaker. Patricia Lambert, the faith-filled dancing achiever.
1: We each bring our own unique perspective and insights to the table, blending our passion for raising children in faith, holistic wellness, the joy of intentional movement, striving for our goals in pursuit of our purpose, and embracing the art of entrepreneurship. Together, we'll uncover the timeless wisdom found in the Proverbs 31 passage and make waves in our modern lives. Join us for faith-filled insights, practical advice, and inspirational conversations on a path to a balanced, faith-driven life.
2: We'll dive into holistic wellness, sharing tips for nourishing our bodies, minds, and souls. Expect vibrant discussions on natural remedies, nutrition, and self-care rooted in faith. We'll groove to the rhythm of dance and intentional
0: movement, celebrating the gift of physical expression as a form of wellness, worship, and personal growth.
1: We'll embark on the beautiful adventure of raising children with love and intention, weaving faith into the fabric of our families, just like the Proverbs 31 woman who watches over the fairs of her household.
2: And we'll explore the world of entrepreneurship as we balance our roles as mothers, wives, and businesswomen.
0: We are here to make waves, to balance the ebb and flow of our daily lives with the tidal waves needed to make lasting impacts for our families and his kingdom.
1: Let's grow together in faith, wellness, dance, motherhood, and business as we pursue the path of purposeful grace, guided by the wisdom of Proverbs 31.
2: Come dive in as we make waves together. welcome back
0: to title women and we are going to share a really fun series at least we think it's going to be fun and we hope that you enjoy this journey alongside us um and this journey is going to be an interview series where two of us are going to interview our third partner in crime here and um we have not discussed the questions with one another we have not discussed a game plan for this and so you guys are getting us raw and in the moment. So our first interview episode is going to be interviewing the lovely Jamie Haas, our faithful business expert. And we are super, super excited to dive into this conversation and get to know Jamie a little bit better. Um, I know that you guys are going to be learning a lot about Jamie that you have not heard before, and I'm really excited to hear what Kaylee and I might learn about Jamie today that we don't know. So with that, let's dive
2: in. Kaylee, why don't you get us started with our first question? Sure. So Jamie, I really, I'm curious to know how did your entrepreneurial journey start? Take us to that.
1: Well, that is, there could be multiple starts um, and in truth, I've just always been an entrepreneur. I was raised in an entrepreneur household. Uh, my father is a construction, he owns a construction company and so from the very beginning entrepreneurship was just part of part of our life. Um, I can remember back in middle school I started a I wanted to go on a close-up trip which took us to Washington DC. And so I started, two different programs to help pay for that one um, was selling pizza every Friday. And it's funny because now that I'm where I'm at, I realized the amount of work and effort that my my, mo- my mom had to do to make that happen. And I question how much money was actually made, but in the spirit of building entrepreneurship and being a mother, um, it helped pay for my trip. And so she took every Friday to go pick up pizzas and bring them to the school and help me serve them. And all of that. Um, I also started a. I found a monogram company and did shirts. I mean, now it's kind of across the board. Everyone has it. That at that point in time, there wasn't this, and so found some different like sweatshirts and stuff for our school that people could order and sell. So I mean, that was as a teen. Past that, I went to college and got a degree, and actually went into the marketing corporate world, and left that and became. Um, after a couple of years in that realized that I was not meant to be a corporate employee and I started a child care and learning center. So, um, you know, anywhere from just the fact I was raised in it to dabbling with it as a um, teen to really my first official business venture was the child care and learning center that I partnered with my sister on, um, way back in 2006
0: Uh, So along your entrepreneurial journey, obviously growing up in an entrepreneurial household, you saw a lot of the trials and tribulations and celebrations and all that there was involved in owning a business. So what are some of the things that you learned along the way that you didn't necessarily anticipate or that were kind of surprises? Oh my goodness, all of it.
1: Um, you know, coming from like I I have a few different ventures as an employee and it's like I showed up, they told me what to do, I would do the thing and I worked at a golf course. I um I worked actually at one of my dad's companies. He owns a used parts he owns a few different businesses now, but I I used part working in the office. Um and so I'd show up and they'd tell me what to do and I would do it and What I did not anticipate and what I had to learn is how much, it's kind of like parenting. You know, I owned a childcare center and I would get, I was great with kids and from six weeks old up to six years old, like, but they would show up and I would get all the details. I would know what pacifier they liked. I would know their eating schedule, their sleeping schedule, um, all of that. And that's how it was as an employee. And then as an entrepreneur, it's like, here's this idea, break it down. Well, how's this going to work? Well, how's the budget going to work? Well, how do quarterly taxes work? How do, how does payroll work? How does accounting work? How does um, scheduling work? What do you do when somebody calls in sick? What like every little detail, there wasn't someone to ask like, Hey, who's going to handle this? Oh, that's me. (laughs) And so, like I said, it's the same thing happened when I became a parent. I was like, whoa, where's the handbook? Like where's all these written notes about what this kid likes and what I'm supposed to do and what their sleep schedule is. Oh, I have to figure that out. Um, And so I feel like that overall was the biggest. That was also the funnest part is because I wasn't, there was no manual. I didn't have to do it a certain way. And I still don't have to do it a certain way, you know, as things change, like even in the business world now it's become so digital and, Um, virtual and even in 2020 it's like overnight things changed and I was the one that was in charge of deciding how we shifted how we adjusted what what that was going to look like Um, and like I said that's the struggle but that's also the fun part because that is a very productive creativity that I enjoy
2: And would you say that the productive creativity is one of your most favorite things of business? Or what would you say is your, the most enjoyable, your most favorite part about business?
1: You know, the productive creativity that I do definitely enjoy and it challenges me and I get to use all parts of my brain, Um, you know, from analytical to creative, like it gets to what I enjoy most about business is the unlimited possibility and the people that I get to interact with um, in every business I've been a part of. I have gotten to know so many people. I've gotten to make a positive impact and I get to choose how that impact goes, like what my role gets to be in it, you know, from the childcare center that I owned and operated for with my sister for a number of years. And then now in the wellness space and I do strategy coaching. So it's really expanded into um, different components. But at the end of the day, I always get to work with people and that's something that's what really lights me up and drives me and excites me and gets me to my desk in the morning because, because that's the fun part, like seeing the impact and seeing the ripple effect.
0: I think that's really cool. Um, Since you brought up motherhood and how some of the things from business transitioned into motherhood, my next question is two part. So the first part is, do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? And how does your introverted or extroverted nature play into motherhood and business and how you kind of navigate that balance?
1: Wow, that's a complex question. I am, I would consider myself an extroverted introvert. And I used to think I was one or the other. I'm not one or the other. Um, It depends on so many things. And it depends on how I am, what I'm working on. You know, so if I'm doing numbers, if I'm doing um, strategy, if I'm doing goal setting and planning and things that are really analytical. um, I definitely prefer to be, I'm I'm more introverted. Like do not put me in a group setting and have me, you know, like the group office hours were never my gig. And I thought there was something wrong with me. Nothing wrong with me. I just work best when I'm solo. Um, But I also really like community and those aspects. And so as to where it comes with my kids, I've had to learn how to navigate that with them because if I am working on something that requires my introverted self, and I've got a little one asking 47 questions every two minutes that can really interrupt my process. And I used to get frustrated. That's their job. That's me. It's not on them. And so I've had to learn along the way. And it also depends on the ages of my kids. My kids are 11 and 13 right now. And so what a work day for us now it looks very different than when they were one and three. And, um, you know, when they were one and three, I owned a childcare center. I also had my child at the childcare center on days when I had my office days. I had to figure out to navigate when do I need that. Now, you know, they're both in school. And so I schedule my work time really primarily while they're in school. Um, but additionally, also working from home, has made a huge piece because I can coordinate that introverted time while my kids are at school, while I can close my doors and go to my office and do that. Um, but then naturally as a mom, there's so much extroverted content, <laughs> like it's 24 seven. And so, and I can also engage, you know, if you look at any business venture that I've had, kids have never been an excuse. They have always been a part of it. And I still remember years ago, I hosted we call them super Saturdays. And so, so they were flying and corporate was putting us on. I was the go-to locally. Um, I think we had 75, 80 people coming from out of town and in town. We were flying in people from corporate um, in Arizona. I live in Montana. Um, we were flying leaders in, like it was this big thing. And and they did this regularly, like every week, right? And at the back of the room, I had a kid's table. And so I had like, I went to the dollar store and I had coloring pages and crayons and things like that. And I remember them looking at me and being like, and these were all parents. And they were like, we've never had this before. I'm like, how have you never had this? Like the majority of this business. And they're like, well, yeah, I'm like, it's a Saturday event with a bunch of parents. Like, why wouldn't you expect kids to be there? I didn't know that actually, typically kids weren't invited. In fact, They announced our corporate event this year is in September. My daughter came to me this week. She goes, did they really say September? She goes, but I'm in school. What are they going to do about that? Don't they know I'm in school? Because it's usually a summer event. She doesn't know that most kids don't get to go to events. She just assumes that like she's a part of things. And so I have balanced those dynamics of making sure if it's an extroverted event, my kids are a part of it if they want to be a part of it. and then planning that time. And usually if I have that, you know, even in the summer or when they were little, I set them up to have activities and things. So they're not missing out. Like they're actually like, mom, why don't you go work so I can go with the babysitter and we can go on an adventure. So it's, it's a balancing act, but I've had a lot of years of practice with it.
0: I love I, how you incorporate the the kiddos into the business and how you brought that and introduced that to one of your corporate events. I think that's really, really cool.
2: i I totally agree. Um so currently, Jamie, what do you think is the most challenging part about motherhood right now? And you know, we can even talk about like balancing it between motherhood and business like currently?
1: You know, the most challenging part about motherhood right now, again, because I have 11 and 13 year old, it's everything that I can't control. Like as an entrepreneur, I get a say in everything that happens in my business to a degree. But for the most part, like I get to control that I get to, I get to control the marketing. I get to control the budget. I get to have a say in an impact And I have preteens and a young teen and there is so much in this world that I don't get to control. And I don't, and it's not even about control, but it's about that keeping them safe and keeping them protected. And when they were little, it was the fears of like, I hope they don't fall down the stairs and I hope they don't skin their knee. But at the end of the day, like I could fix it all. And we're now living in a world where that's, not the reality. And especially because I have a business that is very digital. I'm on social media. Um, we have this podcast like there, I rely on the digital world to grow and impact and influence my business. And yet that is the thing that scares me the most about raising kids in this world is the digital world. And, um, so trying to navigate that and keep the main thing, the main thing keep the positives, know that I am raising children um, that are capable, that do make good decisions, praying a lot. And I mean, on a daily, multiple times a day, being like, God, you got this because I don't like absolutely knowing that I don't um, and giving it to God and just, again, hoping and praying that he keeps them safe. And he protects them. Like we can only put so many parental guards and parental protections and rules and things like that in place. Um, and just truly praying like he oversees that and makes sure, and that is far more difficult than I actually ever thought it would be.
0: Well, as you brought up your faith and leaning on God and prayer and all of that, what is your favorite Bible verse? And is there a particular experience or time or sentiment that brings that to mind and you just cling to that particular verse for any specific reason?
2: Well, right now,
1: my theme for 2024 is strength um, is stronger. It's I want every, I feel like I've laid such a solid foundation um, with relationships, with parenting, with business, and I want it to grow, but I want it to grow stronger, um, faith, family, business, finances, everything. And so I don't know if it's my favorite because I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite verse that is my all time go-to. Um, but right now kind of my verse of choice is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens strengthens me. Um, because, that is my reminder like jesus take the wheel is a regular and it's funny because i was talking about control right but it's a perceived control i know that i've never had actual control but i can have my finger i can have influence and impact um and ultimately i know like this is all his doing all of it the fact that i am here sitting at my desk and get to see my kids in the morning like he orchestrated that. And I think that's huge. And, you know, going back to that with kids, of uh, I really take a lot of pride in the fact that my kids see me in the morning before they go to school and I pick them up from school. I I've organized a life that I can be a parent when I want to be a parent. Um, and as much as I love business, that can always be the main thing. And um, and that matters. I mean, when my kids call me, I'm two minutes from the school. If they call me and say, I need my water bottle. This literally happened yesterday. Forgot my water bottle. Okay. I'll run it over. Um, and that to me is really important. So, um, so yeah, I think that is, that is kind of my go-to, my stronghold and just also just raising kids in a Christian home. Like there are verses on the wall throughout our home. Um, My daughter actually got a devotional for Christmas. And this morning I walked up to wake her up and her light was on and she was snuggled in bed reading her morning devotion. And she's 11. Um, And that's a big, we've always had devotional stuff. um, But that was a big thing because I know that I'm not going to be there forever, but he is. And so um, that's really that kind of stronghold is just faith as a general.
2: I love that, Jamie. Um, and that's the same with us too, you know, just a very faith filled spirit, Holy spirit filled home. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self? Good question. Anything in particular
1: or just anything? anything,
2: anything, what advice would you give yourself? that it's going to work out. I
1: can tell you the amount of times that I've worried about everything from getting pregnant to my pregnancies, to my babies, to my business, to my home, to my finances, like the amount of worry I could build a mountain. And it always works out. I've got 40 plus years of it always working out. And i now feel like I'm to the point where I know that. Um, I still worry. I still have fears, but it always works out. And if I could, I mean, I could have done a lot with that energy and time. Like I've done a lot of really cool things, but like if I could get all of that back, um, I don't know, I could have discovered the cure for cancer or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, while we're chuckling a little bit, I think we've gotten to know a lot about your business and your motherhood and your faith journey. And so I want to take us in a little bit of a different direction. Um, Jamie, if you were a pastry, what would you be and why?
1: That is a really (laughs) off the wall question. I would be a donut because donuts are fun and they're delicious and everyone enjoys a donut and there is something for everyone. And really probably just because I really enjoy donuts and I enjoy myself, <laughs> like so it's a good fit.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love I it. I think that is that is so perfect. Um on that topic of you know favorite things, you work in nutrition and wellness. <laughs> so so are what what would you say are your top Two or three products that you like that kind of balance out your donut nature? (laughs) Donut nature. (laughs) Well, one would be protein
1: because most donuts do not have a lot of protein. And I will tell you, not to knock any brands, but I will tell you that there is a donut company out there that, or a company out there that made a protein donut. And I was trying to get my son to eat more protein and I bought it and it was not a hit at all. So enjoy donuts (laughs) for their sheer deliciousness and enjoyment, um, and then get your protein in. And so I have, you know, a couple of different products along that line. I have a superfood smoothie every single day that gives me 24 grams of protein. Sometimes I have them twice because, you know, especially I, I really think at any age of life, like you need protein. It's just one of the building blocks. It's like trying to build a house without the framework, like you need your protein. And so that for sure is one of my top products. Number two is stress management. Like I said, I tend to be a worrywart. One of the things that beyond my faith and beyond, um, age and wisdom is that I really, I really like, um, adaptogens and stress managing products. So I have, we've, we've go actually off screen a lot about this, the Ionic Supreme. And for seven years now, that has it's just an adaptogenic blend of herbs and botanicals that has truly been a game changer in my day to day and has helped me navigate all of the stressors of motherhood and life and business and all of that. Um, so I would say those are probably my top two. I know you said two or three, but my top two of if I had to limit my life down to protein and adaptogens and donuts, like, I could make do with that.
2: <laughs> I love that, Jamie. Thank you so much for letting us interview you and put you on the hot seat this episode. Um, I think we all, there's a lot that we can learn from the lessons that you've learned and from the story that you've shared. And I think that's really beautiful. Um And I think with that, I think we will wrap up and I know we have some other interviews ready to go. So we will see you ladies in the next episode.
0: The title women community and these conversations extend beyond the podcast. If you enjoy our conversations and would like to dive more deeply into the support, The Tidal Women Membership Community is perfect for mamas seeking a Christ-centered community to grow in faith where she will be surrounded by her village through blessings and trials and where she will find joy and inspiration while being guided by experts in holistic homemaking, faithful motherhood, and balancing business and babies. The mamas who will find a second home in this community will be supported and see growth in so many areas. For more information on the membership and to join the community visit the link in the show notes we can't wait to welcome you if you enjoyed the show we'd be honored if you would leave a rate and review wherever you listen be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on facebook and instagram to join us on this faithful journey discovering how we can all embody the essence of the proverbs 31 woman in our everyday lives the tides are changing